I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Oh, this must be the famous Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a pleasure to meet you. <sighs> Uh, yes, well, uh, Miranda's been raving about you. Odd. She's never mentioned you. No? No. Oh. Well, um, well, it's good to meet you. You too. Yes. I have a home in London. I was born there. What part of England are you from? Here and there, dear. All over, really. Yes. <laughs> Accent's a little kind of muddled. There, really? So. Well, so is your tan. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so then Sally Field takes him to one side and says, look, could you stay late? Because I'd like to go for a drink with this really nice man. Yeah, and, and Robin Williams immediately kicks him with, oh, no, 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 he's probably going to rape you or yeah. sexually assault you yeah. or something, so you shouldn't. And also, he also does that thing where he, he sort of, and he does it two or three times in the film, where he will give over overtones, as Mrs. Doubtfire, that Sally Field's character shouldn't act like a harlot or a slut. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't actually try and have a good time. No. Shouldn't enjoy herself in shouldn't a consensual way. Should never be happy. Mm. Because she has ruined his life. Yes, In his exactly. eyes, I mean. Because she exactly. hasn't. He's, he's a cunt. It's just and, pure revenge. Yeah. So then we get the worst scene in the film. Oh, Where he on. goes for a piss that leaves mm. the door open. Mm. And his young son has to Witnesses. walk in... And see him, yeah, witnesses is a better way of saying it. He, wit- he witnesses his father's junk. <laughs> yes, dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire. How <laughs> traumatising would that have been for this child? <laughs> well, it, it does traumatise him because a bit later on, no, because it's after this that he, yeah. has, he has to reveal himself to his children. Yeah. If you pardon the expression. He does, um, literally. <laughs> he already has. Yeah. And and um, even the son is like reluctant to hug him. He's like, I need to process a lot yeah, of goes, shit now, Oh, Dad. I get it. It's a guy thing. It's like, no, I've just seen your cock. I've just seen your <laughs> cock, Dad. Urinating. <laughs> it's the first time I've seen your cock and you haven't given it a funny voice. I'm, pro- <laughs> I'm processing. <laughs> oh, look, it's Mr. P. He's being sick. It's a, it's a... Oh, no, here comes a funny cobra. Oh, Dad, stop it. <laughs> Um, so even the son's like, you're fucking odd and I don't want anything to do with you for a bit. And he hugs the Ugh. girl as well. It's like, you just, oh. I know. Oh, you you haven't washed your hands your either. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that bit in the Eric Andre show where Hannibal's dad comes out and he's got yes! his penis hanging out of his trousers and it's all pixelated. I'm your father. What are you doing here, Dad? I just want to say I love you, son. Dad. 
this is a bad time for us to reunite. If you are indeed my father, why would you step out now during the biggest interview of my life? That means you don't care about me as a son. No, I do. I really do care. You haven't been in my life at all. And I'm interviewing Nick Cannon, former R. Kelly collaborator, and stagehands let you walk in here with your dick out. Oh, God. Oh, God, it's awful. And he says to them, and again, <clears throat> this is really psychologically wrong. Oh, yeah. He says, Make don't... the children complicit. Yeah, he says, don't tell your sister because she'll blab. Yeah, oh, she'll give the game away. Fucking hell. Yeah, or she might scream and actually commit suicide. Yeah. But she finds out that Mrs. Doubtfire is her dad. Oh, and then, to make matters worse, after this, Sally Field comes home and they have tea together. Yeah. And he says, so what was Daniel like in bed? It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I know. Oh, my God. Again, this is reverse psychology torture. This mm. whole... And she's like, oh, he was all right. And, and she's like, no, you must have been better than her at the stud muffin. It's like, oh, God, stop bigging yourself. It's just horrible. It's really horrible. No, it's, it's, it's not at the time. Obviously, this wasn't a problem and everyone was just laughing. And, mm. But when you watch it now, you're like, Jesus, the psychological torture that Daniel plays on his family and everyone, mm. everyone he works with, any form of life is all deceit, lies. <laughs> Oh, it's just so awful. I know. And then the next scene, <clears throat> Pierce Brosnan, very kindly and lovingly, yes. invites them to his exclusive club. Mm-hmm. And he says, kids, I hope you got your swimming things. Look at this amazing swimming pool. And then he says to Doubtfire, Get, you know, he says, come swimming as well. She's like, oh, no, I can't. You know, does a joke mm. about whaling. And then he says, yes. I'll tell you what, you go to the bar, have a sit down. Yeah. Any drink you want is on me. How lovely yes. is that? Isn't that again super accommodating? Mm. And we've we we we've missed just a tiny bit that happens before that, and it's not important, but it is it's so important in this movie because it it, happen, it does movie movie logic. Is you get a little bit of Robin in between the scenes doing his dreary day to day life, which doesn't seem that bad. He labels film cans and just mm. ships them around, yeah. and then he wanders onto a set where this man is doing a program about dinosaurs, and he's really boring, and everyone's yawning, yeah. and then um, Robin ad libs. And is hilarious and then mm. goes, which also made this? And this guy goes, I made this. Mm. And he's like, hey, you're a funny guy. I might try and give you an amazing opportunity really soon. Mm. That only happens in movie logic. <sighs> only happens in movie logic. Yes. Who then you find out turns out to be some weird, drunken pederast who just interested in fucking core girls. Mm. Just to layer this with even more. Mm. What the fuck? But at that point, Robin's watching this dry old man going, mm. and the dinosaur got up and then <laughs> fell down. And then Robin's going, oh my God, what you should do is, you should have, I'm a pterodactyl, I've got a big vagina. And the guy's like, oh, you're hilarious, mm. you, you, you nobody. I might give you a chance job. soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at the swimming pool, yeah, he goes and sits down at the bar and then he says, I'll just sit here and watch you move in with my family. It's like, well, no. No. Not really. No, your wife, your ex-wife, by the way. Yeah, ex-wife. And, and also... A lovely man you should be happy about. Nothing but chivalrous. Hasn't mm. made any moves as of yet. No. Might have maybe given her a casual peck on the cheek. That's mm. all we know at this stage. Because you, Daniel, have spent all your available time planting seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible seeds. Horrible. But he has a moment of self-awareness because he sits there and just goes, oh, this is beyond obsession. Like, yes, drinking a, is. Drinking a, yeah, and then starts drinking a pint and belching to remind us that it's a man. Yeah. 
and then a lady in a bikini oh, turns up at the bar yeah. and he gives her the eye like yeah. it's just like oh god <laughs> it's just horrible it's and awful. throws a lime at him yeah he throws um, well, he overhears Pierce talking to his friend at the bar and yeah. his friend says who's that and he goes that's Sally and he's like oh what Sally from the old days he says yeah and then he says lovely things. He says, oh, she's got kids. Isn't that a bit of baggage? And you're expecting Pierce to go, yeah, I'll get rid of the kids. No, so and he goes, no, cool. I'm approaching 40. I need to sort my life out. The kids are absolutely charming he and goes, amazing. The little, the little girl's oh. just an absolute diamond. I'm going to do my best to try and um, easily sort of like um, ingratiate myself to this family. We'll hopefully establish some love and trust. Mm. And I could be the father that they never had. And also, um, I've got a bit of money so they can really enjoy the finer things in life for the first time in their life. Yeah. And you see him playing with them and he's lovely. Yeah, and Daniel is seething. Mm. And then he overhears... How dare he? And then Daniel overhears him say, well, the father's a bit of a loser, sadly. He is! <laughs> yeah, he I is! Know. And then he takes offence at that and throws a fucking lime at his head. Exactly. As soon as Daniel hears that, you know there's a million Morrissey songs going on in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Of self-loathing, doubt, and anger. So he decides, fuck it, I'll throw citrus fruit at James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the line that he improv improv that everybody quoted at the time. And he's like, oh, it was a it was a drive-by fruiting or something. Yes, drive-by fruiting, yeah. Yeah. Which and, is all right. And again, Pierce doesn't run up to him and say, you fucking what? He just composes himself and carries on walking, bringing a tray of drinks and refreshments to Daniel's children, by the way, that he's paid for. Yes, yes. So rather exactly. than thanking him, he throws fruit at his head. <laughs> so then the next day he goes to work early and the set's there for the dinosaurs. Yeah. And then he starts doing what you were talking about. Hi, I'm T-Rex with the... I eat wood. Again, all that. It's just, it, um, it's the standard Robin Williams in that sort of film. It's a silly voice and pop culture reference. Yeah. And then just do 20 of them really quick and... Hopefully, one will land. But what he doesn't know is the station CEO, Jonathan Lundy, who you mentioned. Jonathan before. Lundy, yeah. Oh, where can the guy get a fucking a drink around here? So, oh, he's watching God. him and he goes, This is really good. Yeah, you know you're what? brilliant. We should have dinner together and to discuss plans for making you doing a show. Yeah. He says, I'll tell you what, meet me Friday night at eight at Bridges Restaurant. And Robbie's like, yeah. like, Oh, yeah, brilliant. I'll do that. Can't yeah. wait. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm going to finally get my. First step on the career ladder and have a proper mm. job. I can get my kids back for the, you know, and start psychologically torturing them again. Yeah. <sighs> so then he goes back to the house as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And Sally Fields says, Stu's, I, I, I'm, I'm trying on dresses, lovely dresses. What do you think? Yeah. No, not that one, yeah. dear. You look very slutty. And then he offers her a dress that covers up her entire body. Yeah, some sort of funeral, like a dress you last wore at a funeral. She yeah. said, that's the one you should wear so you don't show off any of your naughty bits, mm. etc. And then she asks the kids and the, the, the little old lady girl yeah. says, oh, you should wear the black one. <laughs> Where's my cocoa, she says. <laughs> um. <laughs> she says, now I'm my monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. It was a funny old day. She suddenly she t- suddenly turns into Arkwright and open all hours. <laughs> <laughs> just that's the last shot of the film. It's just her. She's got a little little broom. She's like, well, it's been a, f- f- a funny old week. Dad dressed as an old uh, English lady from No Fixed Abode. <laughs> my brother saw my dad's penis. <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> it's a funny old film. This is Doubtfire. <laughs> Nurse Doubtfire Emmanuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. oh my god. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then she says, "Well, Stu, the reason I want this dress is because Stu is having a birthday dinner." Yeah. At this wonderfully lovely restaurant called Bridges. Yeah, uh, and, not, and also, he doesn't want to just take me. Huh. He wants to take the whole family. And actually, he's even said, would you like to come as well, Mrs. Duffer? That would be really nice, so, so I can get to know everyone. Mm. Again, what a perfectly normal, lovely thing to do. Mm. <laughs> but it's at the same time as his meeting with the uh, sex, sex maniac. Head of the, the sex maniac, core girl obsessed, functioning alcoholic children's TV show producer. Yeah. Um, also, don't they have dinner at his flat again? But he's made a wonderful dinner. He's this. He's he's made like a sort of pasta thing, and mm. and now the flat looks impeccably beautiful. Mm. And Sally yeah. and Sally Field turns up and says, "Oh, have you got a cleaner?" And he's like, "No, no, I I did that." Mm. It's like, well, yeah, you should have. Yeah. Yeah. What you want me to give you some sort of fucking chuffy badge or something? <laughs> Because you fucking cleared up your shit a bit, <laughs> and you and you made some decent food that's edible. Oh, oh you're a, oh you're a changed man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that there's a montage shot of Robin <laughs> doing that. Yeah. But he's obviously dressed up as a penis or something, and he's like, "I'm the penis at this housework." And he's like, "Okay, if you want." <laughs> <laughs> and the house has come clean. Big crescendo. That's the end of that yeah. scene. Or something. He's, yeah. he's, as he squirts Windeline on the mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, yeah. oh, God, yeah, it would be as well. Yeah. <laughs> Squirting Windeline on the mirror. And then, hur, hur, making funny noises as he rubs it. It's like, yeah. all right, yeah, if you want. Oh, yeah. I think this rag is broken. <laughs> yeah, and then there's one where he's trying to do the windows, but the window's already open. He's like, oh, my God, I just cleaned the air. And it's like, uh-huh, yeah, all right. And the neighbour opens <laughs> the window and just leans out and says, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> will you shut the fuck up? I work shifts. <laughs> 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 I've just done six months on a fucking oil rig and I nearly died three times. I need some kip. Meanwhile, he's meanwhile, doing he's... breakfast this morning as well. Shut up. <laughs> I've spent three hours listening to you do Mr. Fucking Magoo as you fucking made pasta. <laughs> <laughs> then for some reason you were dressed as a fucking bald-headed eagle. I don't know why. <laughs> Raking leaves in your fucking yard. Oh, God. Then you were a surfer, dude. You did that for fucking nine hours. There was no one else in the flat. The apartment was empty. It was just you. The TV wasn't on. And you were just going, hey, dude, big kahuna, man. Just, I have, I will call the cops. <laughs> I will call them. Please leave. We've, this, this whole neighborhood has made a petition. We need you gone. We'd rather a serial killer lived in this house. <laughs> they keep themselves to themselves, but not you. Every time the mailman comes, you have to open the door. And for some reason, you're dressed as a fucking hen. <laughs> or if my egg mail come. Egg mail doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even trip. It doesn't have... It doesn't make sense, Robin. <laughs> oh, my God, I want to get laid. Okay, that kind of works. That kind of works. But again, out of context. So please leave. <laughs> Christ. Exhausting character. <laughs> and now we move to the bit of... Which is... This oh, is like this yeah. is like the fulcrum of the whole film, isn't yeah, it? This whole thing is, is nearly 25 minutes. And it is so... <laughs> 
mind-numbingly tedious and stressful to watch. Robin Williams has to be Daniel and Mrs. Doubtfire in the same room and find out comical ways of going from table to table without being seen by either party. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Oh. It but also, exhausting. he tries to kill Pierce Brosnan. He tries to kill him! Yeah, he finds out he's allergic to pepper. Obviously, badly yeah. allergic to it. Yeah, so he, and in the he doesn't and even put—he doesn't even put like a little sort of like no. comedy Italian pepper grinder thing. He puts like fucking half a ton of cayenne pepper on his shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what's happening is <clears throat> at the table as Mrs. Doubtfire, he's having a spritzer or something. Yeah. But at the table with Jonathan, who likes a drink, they're having whiskeys, aren't whiskies. they? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he immediately gets drunk, and he he keeps having to excuse himself and excuse himself and excuse himself. Yeah, so he keeps going to the restroom to get changed, but oh. it's funny because he, he, sometimes he's a woman and he's in the men's, sometimes mm. he's a man and he's in the woman's, and sometimes there's people like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, oh, sorry, dearie, I've got to cook. And mm. you're like, okay, yeah. Mm. And there's that bit where he gets changed in, in 12 seconds, and you're like, well, every other time it's taken you 10 minutes, so yeah. I, I don't know what you've done there. Um, and then he keeps going back and forth to tables, but he's getting drunker and drunker, and then he literally his, his boss-to-be is like, You've got lipstick on, because he forgot, he forgot to take some lipstick off. And mm. he's like, oh, yeah, I managed to uh, hit it off with one of the staff here. And the guy yeah. immediately goes, do you think she's got a friend that likes old wrinkled fucks? <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. And then he finally arrives back at the table dressed as Mrs. Doubtfire, because he's got yes. mixed up. He's got mixed up. So he sits in front of his new boss-to-be as Mrs. Doubtfire, and the guy's like, what the hell are you doing dressed like that? And then I almost thought he might go, God, you're a, a wonderful lady. It just starts oh. dry humping Daniel <laughs> over the table. But no, that doesn't happen. He then says, this is my idea for the show. Yeah. Now, earlier on, the boss just saw Robin just riffing, being funny with, I would, Elvis has left the building. I'm extinct now. Yeah. And then he decides to sort of go, no, 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 this is my idea for a, a TV show. Um, a really twee, nice old lady. Oh. And I would have gone, no, 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 I like the stuff you were doing before. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do it as this, no fucking show, mate. No, yeah. no, I'm yeah. not doing it. Because uh, we do see the end result at, at the end of the film. We do. And, and the end result is shit. Yeah, it is. It's not a very good show. No, it's not. It's not Pee Wee's Playhouse, is it? It's not, is it? No. It's Thora Heard's Playhouse. <laughs> Raoul Moat's Playhouse. <laughs> it's just it's just not great. No. It's an S-Pod thing. The podcast revisiting S-Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge-watched this. Anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly, <laughs> truly appalling. Guests helped me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think, do you think this is one of the problems with the show is that seven is too much? It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So yeah, so Robin thinks. So Robin has to think on his feet. Daniel goes, "Oh, the reason why I'm dressed like this is because meet the new meet the new host of your show. I'm going to change your ratings." And the guy's like, "You you got balls mm. like that." Literally. And Robin's like, "If only you knew." And mm. then yeah, then goes, "Oh, I need to go back to the other seat." But then realizes that Dan uh, that um, poor old uh, Pierce Brosnan is genuinely choking, choking to death to death because he has severe allergic reactions. Mm-hmm. And then he think, and even then, Daniel goes, well, I think I might have gone too far now. So I'm going to do the Heimlich maneuver. Yes. And as and Heimlich's as, him. As the shrimp leaves his throat, Daniel's mask peels off. Peels off, which is genuinely frightening. Because um, now to his old lady child, <laughs> who's, who's lived thousands of years, <laughs> has to see what looks like, like, oh, my father's a reptile from V? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. He's a little baby from V. Yeah. And then, and then, but even she goes, daddy, even yeah. she goes, oh yeah, it's my daddy. I mean, what else could, could this possibly be? And Sally Field is, you know, mortifyingly embarrassed. So embarrassed because mm. they've had little sort of like woman chats and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Again, done so much better in Tootsie. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing about um, Dustin Hoffman's character coming on to, uh, Charles Durning coming on to, uh, all that done so much better. Yeah. Um, and then the game is up. Yeah. And he's all, and then everyone and everyone just leaves the restaurant like you horrible, spiteful, vengeful, deceitful man. But Pierce and then Robin gets a good joke in though. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. He points at him to say he, he says thanks and then points at his throat. You know, and, you know, he, he mimes the Heimlich maneuver and he goes thanks. Yeah. And then, and then walks out. I enjoy and then that. and and then mutters prick as he leaves and then robin does that awful thing because all the other people at the table are looking and he just goes show's over folks yeah you know like, yeah. oh, don't 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 fucking throw all your woes and shit onto those other people that's what they've he does got the whole film yeah exactly they've got just as much right to sit there astonished with the fucking antics that you've been up to in the last half hour in this restaurant Christ. can you imagine they'll be talking that'll be in the papers for weeks yeah, local yeah. nutcase. Mm. <laughs> Tries to kill uh, the woman, uh, the man who's dating his ex-wife. Yeah, whilst cross-dressing. Whilst cross-dressing, just... yeah. Okay, yeah. And then we cut back to the court custody, the and it's all, it all gets very serious now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the judge is trying to be as understanding as he can. Like, look, I know you obviously, you dearly love your children, but the way that you, he even says, the, the, 
your actions have been insane mm. and I can't let you near them anymore yeah. unless you're with a court-appointed person. Yeah, with a <laughs> Which is visits. a perfectly yeah. rushed... I would have said the same. No way are you going... Your eldest child saw your cock. Mm -hmm. Are you happy about that? <laughs> <laughs> you then told them not to tell their other, their other siblings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's classic... After revealing, after revealing yourself to your yeah. children, yeah. you then hushed it up. <laughs> oh, my God. So the judge goes, no, I'm sorry. Um, full custody now to Sally Field. You can go every other Saturday and there'll be someone else. And then Robin goes into, it's not his fault, it's in the script, mm. but has to do that full schmaltzy, not my kids, not my kids, they're my heir. Mm. And the judge goes, fucking tell it to someone else, mate. No. Yeah. Yeah, and then we then see that his show is a success. Yeah, big success. It looks utterly dog shit. Yeah, it looks really... But no child would watch that, I can tell you now. No. Unless he no, had really good cartoons, no child would watch that. Because there's only one <clears> point where Rob, where Daniel is Mrs. Doubtfire makes a funny quip. The rest of the time it's, oh, dearie, yes, dearie. Oh, isn't that mm. interesting, dearie? Mm. With a bloke pretending to be a monkey yeah. who's just with a really annoying voice. Yeah. And this, it's not funny. And you go, no, that's not really what... Anyway, that's fine. But I'm so surprised that this movie took... Because you'd expect this movie to go full on. The judge goes, my God, you love your family. Mm. Full custody to you. Let's shoot Sally Field and eat her. <laughs> you know, you were expecting it to go that way. Big, happy family. Or they get back together because Sally Field goes... Actually, he did. He did clear up his apartment. He's got a job now. He can cook. Oh, come here, you lovable rogue. Oh. But it doesn't. It goes down that, no, 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 you're staying divorced. And, mm. and I, I kind of like that element yeah, about I it. Yeah, I do. It's, yeah. The only, it's the only logical conclusion. It's the only bit of actual, yeah, realism yeah. and logic that actually stays in, 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 in the whole thing. But Sally Field and her kids watch the show and love it. So she comes to see him on the set. By the way, the show is the number one show in the area. Number one show, in, but it's in San Francisco, so everyone's yeah. stoned. But it's going to get syndicated, he says. Making glory hoes for a living, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, so she comes to see him on set, and then he goes, oh, I'll just go and get changed. And he comes back. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it hasn't, I know none of this has been easy. And he goes, yes, because you took my children away from me. Again. Fuck off. Straight in with it again. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bit of casual racism as well in 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 that. I don't. Is it? Does he do an impression of something? Or no, he talks about Pakistanis in oh, England. Yeah. And it's really like How wow. They, okay. They, they all. Oh, everyone in the corner shop has that. Voice. Everyone in the yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh mm. my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he he tries to black gaslight her. Yeah, but they have, they have an argument again, mm -hmm. and you can clearly go. Yeah, yeah. yeah you two should not be together. Mm. You should and, not be and together. Then she says, "Look, I'm, I'm." And then she goes, "Look, you know, fine." And then it cuts to the house. And there's a knock at the door and she comes in and says, kids, because uh, they, they were looking for a new nanny. That's right. And all the names are terrible. And there's a knock at the door and the kids are like, oh, it's the new nanny who's going to look after us on the weekends and evenings. Yeah. And they open the door and it's Robin and it's, Williams. And it's dad. It's and she dad. says, I, and they said, well, what about what the judge said? And Sally Field goes, I told him it was fine. Uh, I am actually really nice and you shouldn't have all called me a prick for yeah. two hours. I've actually decided it's easier if I know where your dad is at all times now. <laughs> um, I've actually, it, it, this, makes, this actually makes my life easier. Um, he doesn't have to pretend to be someone else anymore. The schizophrenic voices are finally subsiding. Mm. He can just be with you. I know where he is. And that actually gets my life somehow back on track. Yeah. I'm still going to jump the living bones out of Pierce Brosnan, by the way. <laughs> and now I'm going to do it in front of you kids. 
because you've seen everything. In fast forward, as the end credits go past. <laughs> yeah, so he get they get in the car and they drive off, and he's all happy. And Sally feels nice, as she's been throughout this entire process. Yeah, she's been as reasonable as any normal human being could be. Oh. Yeah. And then he drives off with his children. Hopefully not to just drive straight into the water and kill them all, which could possibly happen. <laughs> Some suicide death pact that he's yeah. now dreamt up. <laughs> um, hopefully, hopefully he's going to take them somewhere nice. We don't know. Yeah, and then suddenly he reverts back to type and he tur- he's at the front of the car and he turns around and he's suddenly all yellowed up. Oh, I'm Kamikaze Dad! We all go together! Oh no, he hasn't learned anything. <laughs> as, the car- as the car careers into the harbour, into a paddle steamer. The end. That, oh, that oldest kid, though, if I was the director of this film, I'd say to him, after the scene where you've seen your dad having a piss, for the rest of the film, I want you to play it where you're wide-eyed and looking completely traumatised for the rest of the film. Drawing pictures on a pad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a hot dog. Dad, don't, please don't talk about hot dogs. Please don't do the hot dogs again. All I can think about is your penis. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah, sorry. But- Instead of ending it like that, it ends with a little soliloquy, a little oh. author's message, which is so... Yeah, Sally Field sees it on the TV. So upsetting. Off. It's oh, so I've had upsetting. a letter here from a little girl whose parents have separated. Uh, it's a, their families come in all kinds of shapes and sizes. Some live alone, some live with men that live in a basement and have blocked out windows. And, it's, uh, and it does all that. Some have two mummies and daddies, some have no mummies and daddies at all. Mm. And then it ends with that schmaltzy shot of the, the San Francisco Bay. Thing you should you should do is dress as a lady and take over their <laughs> lives. <laughs> is infiltrate a family from within and ruin their lives. Oh, my dearie. It was in the it... film Rashomon, my dear. <laughs> uh, um, did you know this, the, the idea for the sequel? Yes, yes, that's right. And now it's about his older daughter, isn't it? Yeah, keeping an eye on her while she's at college by dressing as Mrs. Doubtfire again. So again, yeah, but she would just go, Dad, why? How does? How is anyone fooled by that? Because she's already seen him do that. Mm. She's the only one out of the family who immediately had doubts about Doubtfire as well. It was like, mm. "Fuck you, old lady," and then went, "Oh, I'm sorry about being rude." Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh, if only I could tell her it's me. If only I could show her my penis, like I've done to my son." Um, it's um, and so if the sequel went ahead, Robbie Williams moves off campus or on campus, I presume. They mm. meet your new gym teacher. Hilarious mm. montage shots. Um, and then she, and she'd be going, Dad, you're doing it again. You've and then the principal problem, of man. the the principal of the university would go, I've been um, your daughter's made us very much aware of your proclivities, Mister Daniels. <laughs> if we see you on this campus again, we will taser you. Mm. You mad fucker. Well, thankfully, Ron Williams had the sense to say no to that. What did he do directly after? Because this is when he went to that. Gl- I think. Yeah, so again, mm-hmm. he went straight into another schmaltz fest. Yeah. It's so weird because when he started his career, obviously, he sort of, he tried really quickly um, to veer away from madcap comedy because he did things like um, uh, Moscow, Moscow on the Moscow. Hudson yeah. and he did um, World According to Garp mm. and he did some really interesting stuff. And then he went through that awful period of toys. Everything was just overboard, schmaltz, yeah. family friendly. What dreams may come, all that stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. But then towards the end, he ended up doing things like World's Best Dad oh, and Death to Smoochie and ended up becoming like, oh, this is, and then did, tw- was it 24 Hour Photo? Is that him? Yeah. Did and stuff insomnia. like that. Insomnia. And you're like, mm. wow, yeah. this is, but he went through that and the largest part of his career was doing very family friendly schmaltz, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, I, th- 
I didn't I didn't expect to really hate Mrs. Doubtfire as much as I yeah. would, but from the moment it set off, and it clearly we were both making the same notes, not mm-hmm. talking, going, he's just a, this character. They haven't thought out this character at all. Right. It's just the fact that he's getting away with it because it's Robin Williams and he, he just does lots of funny voices and quips. But the character's journey, the way he deals with people is so Awful. wrong. It needs to yeah. be sealed in concrete and not no one can see it because it's going yes. it just encourages psychopaths. It really does. It just encourages such wrong behaviour, such behavioural problems. Yeah. It's it's um and um, the film it doesn't re- nothing really happens in it at all. It's a weird film. It's um, it's not even a series of like disparate little scenes that hang together. It's just there's three sort of set pieces, and then in between, it's just Robin Williams lying. Mm. Yeah. And then the lie is up, and then he has to accept those consequences, and then at the end. The film sort of goes, yeah, some people are fucked up. Just get on with your life. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't behave like I did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I what should happen at the end of this film is when Sally Phil comes to see him on that set, he should say, I know I was bad. I know I was a terrible husband. Um, and I wasn't there enough for my kids. And I, what I did was awful and I shouldn't have done that. But yeah. I'm a changed man now. Yeah, I've got it, my life in order. And I'm it, sorry. Exactly. It took me playing a 70-year-old woman to mm. get in touch with my inner sides and and, all that, and I've learned a lot of things and yeah, but no, it was no. I still I still blame you for everything. Yeah. He hasn't he hasn't changed at all. Hasn't Apart from being good at cleaning bit. and cooking, that's it. Yes. <laughs> and now you know him as a character is going to get even worse because now he's going to be in a massive syndicated show. Yeah. So now Daniel's character will start doing coke. He'll start mm. sleeping with hookers. He's going to become a real mess now. I want to see him on fire after setting himself on fire, freebasing like Richard Pryor did, <laughs> running down the street as an old lady. <laughs> oh my dearie, I'm having another hot flush. There'll be a scene. There'll be a scene four years later where where they're now living with peers on Knob Hill. <laughs> all the family have got beautiful bedrooms. They're all really settling in with their lives. And then Dad turns up at four in the morning and he's dressed like a clown, <laughs> holding a gun, holding a gun. <laughs> I'm here for you, Nob Hill. Here's my impression of Nob Hill. <laughs> That's what will happen to Daniel. Oh. He'll get. He'll be a raging alcoholic, drug drug dealing bloke, sleeping with loads of women, and just his life will be. He'll die by the time he's sixty. Yes. <laughs> oh. So there you are. That there was Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Wow. So we ask Bond questions here. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, go on then. So, Paul. Yeah. What, what, we asked these before, but, you know, it's, it's good to refresh. Yeah. Uh, have you changed your mind? What's, what's your favourite Bond film? It's For Your Eyes Only, John. Of course it is. Because of the music. For Your Eyes Only. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that was my favourite Bond film. Um, what's your least favourite Bond film? Uh, Die Another Day. Um, for, for loads of reasons. Even even Pierce has gone, I've, um, I've, 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 I've had enough of this. Mm. And then Madonna's in it and she's awful. Yeah, and and it and the song's awful, and it's just not very good. Um, it's what, just tired. Yes. Uh, yeah. Can you give me your made-up Bond film title? Yeah, um, it's it's called 007, The Search for Money Penny's Gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, it's the it's the plot of City Slickers too, but it's James Bond looking for Money Penny's Gold. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so Bond is full of silly name lady names. Such as Holly Goodhead, Plenty of Tool, and yeah. Smallbone. Can you give me your best Bond lady name? Um, I was thinking like an old lady used to be like a madame, like maybe mm. in a Parisian brothel, but she's still handy. 
Uh, but but she's now an old lady and she uses that to her advantage, but mm. she still dresses sexy and entices men and, and she's called Horlicks. <laughs> <laughs> or I thought of an assassin and she's just called Money Shot because that's disgusting. Oh, that's good. Money Shot. It's Money good, shot. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I did put a question about gadgets, which doesn't apply to this film, so ignore that. No, one. no. Uh, and finally, um, who would you have as James Bond next? I would really like I'd like to force Daniel Craig to actually do another one but this time he has to fucking smile once and enjoy himself yeah that would be nice and then he can go or only then can you go Daniel he's fired from the MI6 and comes back as a female agent called James Doubtfire (laughs) and has to watch us in the next 007 quite rightly takes his job but he's really annoyed about it yeah, there's a hilarious montage where it's, dude looks like a lady, but he's doing spy stuff. So he's yeah. like, um, what would you like to drink? And he's like, oh, um, I can't have a martini. That's a bit James Bond. Um, oh, uh, lemonade, please. Dude looks like a lady. That sort of stuff. Yeah, Perfect. it'd be awful. Ugh. Well, that's Mrs. Doubtfire covered. <laughs> Said the bus Thank driver. Thank you very much. For, yes. <laughs> oh, God, that bus driver. My word. Ay, ay, ay. Well, it was a real curate's egg, but I'm really mm. glad we did it. Me too. Yeah. I, I now know that I never have to watch Mrs. Doubtfire again. Yeah, isn't that exciting? That's a really nice thing to unburden mm. in, the, in, the, in the world that we now currently live in. Because mm. I know I'm going to get to a point where I've run out of anything to watch. Mm. And I'll have to go, well, it's Mrs. Doubtfire there now. Mm. But now I can go, nope, nope, done that, done that. Yeah. I can just hit my head against a wall for two hours, just I doing will. a variety of silly voices. Yeah. Whilst my partner goes, get out, get out. That's what I'll do for the rest of lockdown. <laughs> I'm sure I will never, ever watch this film ever again. No, no, I won't. I won't. No. I can't. Brilliant. Well, Paul, thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much for having me. Right. Goodbye. Bye. Abravo figaro, bravo bravissimo, abravo figaro, bravo bravissimo. A te fortuna, a te fortuna, a te fortuna, non mancherà. La 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 Salutation, snack. Shape, on your second thought. Yeah! Hi, I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft World. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. GreatBigOwl.com
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 